The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, the weekly radio podcast where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I'm the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform, the Seattle Hemp Fest. In its 26th year, founded hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's guest on Hemp Present is Morris Beagle from the Colorado Hemp Company, who will be joining me momentarily. This show is called Hemp Present, and while I address equally the issues of industrial hemp, medical cannabis, the recreational industry, and pot culture in general, it remains in my mind a national absurdity that industrial hemp is federally illegal in the United States. There is nothing that better demonstrates the criminal degree of illogic that cannabis prohibition is than the fact that the non-euphoric form of cannabis is still largely prohibited. But things are changing for industrial hemp and it's more edgy cousin, and that's a good thing because cannabis represents almost everything of value for humanity. Cannabis, to me, represents sustainable, renewable energy, environmental preservation and restoration, compassionate natural medicine, environmentally sound construction practices, sane, reasonable criminal justice reform, healthy, sustainable agriculture, and even spiritual introspection, peace, and unity, because cannabis is the ultimate uniter, not a divider. Cannabis prohibition remains a dark, bleak stain on the character of America, but it does not stop there. Our nation has pushed and marketed aspects of this policy aberration and human rights disaster all over the planet. We can only pray that the good works of people like my guest today are able to add some counterbalance to help tip things over the edge into serious, substantive national reform. Morris Beagle has been an advocate for hemp since the mid-1990s. He sits on advisory boards for Pure Hemp Technology, the Hemp Business Journal, HempToday.net, the National Hemp Association, and Hempstead Project 
heart. In 2012, after the introduction of Amendment 64 to Colorado voters, he founded Colorado Hemp Company. In 2015, WAFBA, which stands for We Are For Better Alternatives, was created as an umbrella for Colorado Hemp Company, TreeFreeHemp.com, the NoCo Hemp Expo, billed as the largest hemp-centric expo and trade show in the world, and other developing projects and brands, and he has joined me today to speak to you. Welcome, Morris, to Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Vivian. I really appreciate uh, you inviting me on today. My pleasure. Can you just start, maybe give us a, an introduction to the hemp cannabis plant, uh, how and when, or your introduction, how and when did you become aware of hemp and its potential? It really, I say, began back in 1995. Um, I was actually in the music business, and I've in the music business. I've been in the music business for 30 years, but I was in California, uh, covering California, Washington, and Hawaii um, from 1991 through 95, working for a large music and video company, and decided that I was going to move back to Colorado, start my own record company, and move back to Fort Collins, uh, which is right next to Loveland, where I grew up, started Happy Scratch Records. And at that time, I started hanging out at this store called The Emperor's New Clothes, that had all kinds of hemp products, clothing, soap, rope, uh, food products, and the book, uh, The Emperor Wears No Clothes by Jack Hare, read and then really kind of got introduced to the entire, you know, hemp conspiracy, the products that could be made from it, and the entire world of cannabis, and that this, everything is cannabis, it's all one plant. So that was really the introduction for me in 1995. Yeah, you know, I pretty well. Uh, he spoke at every Seattle Hemp Fest except uh, the year that that he had his uh, stroke, um, and it's just a shame that that Jack passed away just right before things started to really break. Um, the, the 2014 U.S. Farm Bill permitted states that have enacted their own industrial hemp legislation to cultivate industrial hemp for research and development projects, which my state of Washington and your state of Colorado have done. What's currently going on in the state of Colorado uh, with hemp, and what projects have you excited? Well, we actually started a year before the hemp farm bill went into effect. Uh, Ryan Laughlin grew the first crop in 2013. Uh, we, with Amendment 64, there was a hemp clause in there, and we set up regulations before the hemp farm bill came out. But since then, there's been a tremendous amount of growth and interest in the hemp market here in Colorado. We started NoCo Hemp Expo uh, to bring together hemp-centric companies outside of the medical and recreational side of cannabis, really focused on that industrial and nutritional and health and therapeutic side of things. So since then, over the course of the last three or four years, I mean, there has been significant growth and improvement in hemp accept acceptance and education and awareness here in the state and, and beyond the state. So it, it's slowly but surely we're making progress. Uh, tell us more about Colorado Hemp Company. What's your mission and what do you guys got going on? Well, our number one mission is to end prohibition. We look at it as one plant, one people, one planet, one mission, and that's to end prohibition. And so when we started this, we really started out as, as a marketing and merchandise company. We added a paper printing line to that where we do marketing collateral like business cards and flyers and brochures and posters. And we've got an events division where we do NOCO Hemp Expo, Hawaii Hemp Conference, Hemp on the Slope, SOV Hemp Symposium. We've partnered with the Marley Brothers and Kaya Fest 
for educational side of things. And we've got several other events that we are partnered with, whether that's from bringing in exhibitors and, and, and merchandise to bringing in an education segment that we call Let's Talk Hemp. So that's really the kind of the core focus of Colorado Hemp Company. And if folks want to find out more about all of those events that you guys are doing, and there's so many of them, uh, on your website, coloradohempcompany.com, you got a page dedicated uh, just to those events. Uh, Morris, the, the relationship between what I call euphoric cannabis, because there is uh, some, maybe some psychoactive aspects to, to hemp, uh, but, but the relationship between what I call euphoric cannabis that gets you high and industrial hemp has always been kind of a complicated, complicated one within the pot movement. Uh, now with a state-regulated recreational industry in Colorado, uh, what kind of issues are folks dealing with in regard to the two brands of cannabis? For example, you know, are there like cross-pollination debates or other similar uh, potential conflicts going on, or, or how's that relationship going? Yeah, there's some conflicts between the psychoactive THC side of the plant and the non-psychoactive side of the plant. The cross-pollinization, as you mentioned, there's concerns here in the state. I don't think that there's been any drastic issues that have arisen. Uh, Pueblo County, the hemp, that's where the outdoor high THC cannabis, I don't really like to say marijuana, but if we want to say marijuana, ganja reef or whatever, (laughs) you know, that's, that's primarily being grown there. And the hemp that's being grown there is all feminized plants from clones. So you don't have to worry about the pollination side of things there. So at this point, it's been kept separate. I know that there's concerns in Oregon and there's concerns other places. And I think if we communicate well with each other, I mean, we're fighting for the same side of the plant or we're fighting for the same plant. I mean, it's all one plant. So I think we can work those issues out. Another side or another issue that I see is this cannabinoid hemp extract side where us in the hemp industry, if you remove that THC compound, it becomes a dietary supplement. And they've got all these CBD cannabinoid extract companies, and, that, and that's where we have to go to, dropping that CBD, because Big Pharma wants to own that. But also Big Weed is interested in you know, having that component, that CBD component, with their medical or rec programs. And there's going to be issues, and there have been issues with you know, that side trying to slide in language and legislation to exclude cannabinoid products and extracts and resins and all this stuff from the hemp side. So you will see that. And hopefully in the end, and I do believe strongly in the end that the hemp industry will win and the people will win because these products need to be on shelves across America, whether that's Whole Foods, GNC, Kroger, Safeway. Um, This is another supplement Hemp is a superfood, it's a super fiber, and it's also a super nutrient, and it belongs in everybody's diet. So let's hope it goes there. Yeah, I completely agree with you. We're in the nascent stages of an industry that I think is going to, you know, dominate uh, human experience uh, in the future. And of course, there's the the new burgeoning terpene movement as well. Um, Oh, no kidding. The NOCO Hemp Expo is marketed as the largest hemp-centric hemp-centric expo and trade show in the world. How large is it, and can you describe the event and its mission? Yeah, so we just got done with our fourth year, and we've grown from being in a small bar at 350 people sold out the first year with about 15, 20 vendors to this last year, over two days, we had almost 5,000 attendees, 130-plus vendors, 
36,000 square foot expo hall in Loveland at the Ranch Events Complex. Um, 80 plus speakers from around the country and around the world covering all kinds of different programming topic matter from legislation, regulation, farming, genetics, equipment, processing, uh, to Hemp 101. And it's a B2B day and it's a B2C day. And it's really patterned after, you know, kind of the NAM show meets CES meets Seattle Hemp Fest. We wanted to develop a hemp-centric show that's really the premier show and brings people from around the, around the world together once a year um, to, to congregate and to hopefully interact and build relationships and move this industry forward. And I will say, you know, events like Seattle Hemp Fest, who paid the, the way for the legalization movement and, and that, are definitely an inspiration to the development of NOCO. Kind of sounds like a South by Southwest for, for hemp. In a way, that's, a, that's another good analogy is South by Southwest. I come from the music industry, and I, I use the NAMM show because I've been to the NAMM show several times. And although that's really not a B2C, it's, you know, here's all the cool stuff that's going on in, in the equipment world of, of the music industry. Or, you know, here's all the cool stuff going on in the hemp industry. My guest is Morris Beagle from Colorado Hemp Company. We're going to take our quick first pause for the cause because there's flaws laws. Hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers. Come back with our second segment. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on Cannabis Radio with Morris Beagle from Colorado Hemp Company. Morris, what do you think might be the most misunderstood aspects of the hemp plant? Or another way to say that might be, what do you think the public needs to know about hemp that it might not be aware of? Well, I think still the, the biggest thing is that hemp is not psychoactive. 
and that it's a food and that it's a nutrient and that it's good for the environment. I mean, there's, there's several things that I just don't think that they're that aware of because it's not talked about in the media that often. I mean, you'll see little articles pop up here and there on your Google alerts and see stuff posted on social media. But on a whole, people still think that hemp will get you high and that hemp is a drug. So, you know, if it's anything, hemp is not a drug. Hemp is food. Yeah, yeah people are, some people health. are worried about eating <laughs> hemp foods because they think they're not going to be able to pass a, a drug test at work. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's just not true. I mean, I don't know of anybody that's ever failed a drug test because they've been eating shelled hemp seeds that they bought at the grocery store. Do you think that the, uh, well, there's, there's, man, there's so many aspects. I mean, it's, it's mind blowing how many applications there are for the hemp plant. I mean, varnishes and oils and resins, construction materials, hempcrete, uh, cement, uh, lotions and skin, uh, you know, topicals, uh, beauty cosmetics, I mean, it's, it's just really has a hand in, in virtually every aspect of modern uh, society. Uh, do you have any, any kind of gut feeling on which will be the biggest eventually? I mean, it's, it's, it's almost incalculable. Yeah. I, food, do you think food will, the, will, will, will dominate? Food, food's food's going to be very be huge. But, you know, when, when we figure out how to really convert this to industrial purposes for composites, bioplastics, and petrochemical replacements, I think that's where we detoxify our, our country and our planet. Yeah. So that's, where it, that's what I would like to see is the whole bioplastics, composites, and replacement of you know, corn products and petrol products. That's where we can truly make a difference for, for the planet and for humanity in the long term. Yeah, I mean, hemp is an excellent uh, source of remediation for heavy metal uh, poisoning in, in, in soil, and even uh, it leaches radiation out of the ground. I mean, we have really yet to tap into the vast overarching potential, and that is why cannabis prohibition is going to be seen, I think, in the future as one of the most sinister and counterproductive, ironic uh, stupidest campaigns ever waged. It's been a hundred years trying to suppress one of the world's most promising, resourceful, uh, natural uh, agents. Do you agree? I agree 100%. And like you said in your intro to this, it's like, wow, I agree with everything that you just said there because you made so many valid points. So I completely agree. Do you have any overarching hopes or fears in regard to this current administration pertaining to, to industrial hemp? I mean, are you at all optimistic that we could see any kind of serious reform of federal hemp laws while Donald Trump occupies the White House? Yeah, I do. Uh, we just had Repo Representative Comer introduce the Industrial Hemp Farming Act of 2017 on Friday. So that just got released, and there's language in there, unfortunately, that's needs to be changed and modified because there's just it's your typical bullshit language that has to be in there at this point to get it through bob goodlatte who's out of virginia who heads this committee needed to have certain things in there so it can get moved up the food chain and there's things in there that are disadvantage to the cbd growth of the, that industry and extraction as well as hemp foods so there's but it has been introduced, and there's optimism that this can actually potentially get passed by the end of the year. 
And if so, that would remove industrial hemp from the Controlled Substances Act and make it a legitimate agricultural crop managed by the Department of Agriculture. And we just need to make sure that the DEA is done and out of it and that they're not coming to inspect hemp farmers or hemp companies or processors or distributors. And the FDA is keeping their nose out of it as well. So those are the two things that, that I see as problematic. But the good thing is, is we've got Republican and Democratic support really across the country on this. We've had over 30 states pass industrial hemp uh, legislation that basically nullifies it being you know, on the Controlled Substances Act and that it can start going into these uh, Department of Agriculture University R&D programs. But we don't need to do all this R&D. I mean, we've been doing R&D for 10,000 years on this plant. So it's <laughs> yeah. just time to let farmers grow. And if Trump wants to make America great again and bring back manufacturing jobs to the United States, there's one crop and one crop only that can truly do that for local communities across the country. And that's industrial hemp. That's no bullshit. That is the fucking truth. And we can make industri- we can make America great again by making America green again. And of course, it helps that even Mitch McConnell, who's from Kentucky, which is really the the, the heartland of industrial hemp, uh, even even Mitch McConnell is for hemp production for federal hemp. Uh, yeah. So so and he'll, 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 so once this goes through the House, the Industrial Hemp Farming Act, then if it passes through there, and hopefully there's, there's some language modifications that will then go over to the Senate, and McConnell will introduce it, and Rand Paul is behind it. You've got McConnell and Rand Paul, who are both hemp guys, Thomas Massey. You've got the Kentucky consortium over there that, that supports it. So that helps us. You've got powerful Republicans, and you've got plenty of Democrats. You've got support on both sides of the aisle. So in today's age where everybody disagrees on everything, there is one common denominator that people agree on in D.C. for the most part, and that's industrial hemp. Yeah. Yeah, you know, here, I, I, I have, I'll be honest, I had a lot of issues with I-502, the, uh, the Citizens Initiative, with, with, with various aspects of, of that particular model uh, here in Washington State that decriminalized or regulated cannabis. Um, uh, but, of course, I celebrated greatly on 2012 when it passed. But all night, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, how insane is it that that we've got intoxicating cannabis legal faster than industrial hemp? I mean, it's just it's just mind-blowing how illogical that is. Do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, and a friend of mine on Facebook, by the name of Richard Rose, the hemp nut, who's instrumental in getting hemp foods going. He, he, he rants on this all the time that, that marijuana is more legal in hemp than in all these states. And it's true. And that is the craziest thing that you can possibly imagine. How, that, how the psychoactive side is more legal than the industrial side. It's yeah, crazy. I mean, it's- it it, it's, it demonstrates the just abject, wholesale, illogic of everything about prohibition. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, you could also turn around and say that cigarettes, which kill, I think, four, 400,000 people a year directly uh, and more indirectly, and alcohol, I think, is about something like 40,000 people a year directly, and then a massive amount more people indirectly, uh, are legal when intoxicating cannabis is not and uh, hasn't killed anybody. Uh, so the whole thing is just entirely crazy. Uh, the good news is, is we are seeing this this aircraft carrier of prohibition is slowly being turned around. I am still talking to Morris Beagle from Colorado Hemp Company. We're going to take our second break, hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers, and come back with our final question. 
Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on Cannabis Radio with our final questions for Morris Beagle of Colorado Hemp Company and a smorgasbord of other hemp-related organizations. Uh, Morris, how can the good listeners out there find out more about your great work and follow the good things going on in Colorado uh, with the Colorado Hemp Company and, uh, and the hemp and cannabis industry? Well, we've got multiple websites. I'm what some people may call a <laughs> domain whore. Fire them off. But, man. Uh, you, yeah, so uh, we've got coloradohempcompany.com, which we are getting ready to uh, revamp that. We'll become cohempco.com. I just bought that from another domain whore friend of mine who bought it back in 2012 before I got it. I've also got treefreehemp.com if you're interested in hemp business cards, posters, brochures. And then nocohempexpo.com is our big event coming up April 6th and 7th of 2018. And then if you want to keep uh, up to date with all of our events, you can check out hempevents.org. Where, and if you have a hemp event, feel free to register, submit an event, and we'll get it posted. If it's hemp-related, uh, not that we won't deal with the medical and recreational side, but it needs to have a hemp component and an education component and be supporting of the entire cannabis plant. Well, awesome. Thanks so much for all your great work. I, I hope to uh, make it up to Colorado soon and get hooked in. Uh, you got, frankly, Colorado has kicked our ass, I think, uh, here in Washington State in several areas uh, legislatively. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's just great to belong to this amazing global family of awareness and of, of activism and of industry, uh, I really feel we're laying the groundwork uh, for future generations to to really catapult off of the the pioneering that's being done right now uh, by all of the activists and and the economic activists who are the business owners and people like yourself. So thank you, Morris, so much. Uh, good luck with your efforts. Thanks for being on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Thank you. Hempy trails to you. Now I want to get to a weekly feature of him present on CannabisRadio.com, and that's the quote of the week, and here it is, and I quote, There is only one thing wrong with drug law enforcement. Just one. It doesn't work. 
And when I tell you this, I want you to believe me because I've done it. And that is Volney Brown, retired federal magistrate judge. That concludes this installment here present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man of the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to activism and prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. And don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hemp Present theme song, Take Back the Plant, is performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.